It's NFL Week 3, and this is your FanDuel First Look lineup. My name is Kevin Allen, K the Geek, from DFS Army, and we're taking a look at FanDuel Week 3. We're looking at the salaries. We're looking at the games. We're going to set an initial early look lineup here. So let's jump right in, take a look at the salaries, the QB position, all the different positions, find the values. Now, before we actually build this lineup, I want to jump over to the DFS Army Domination Station Optimizer. Take a brief look at the game tiles. And then also, as a bonus, we're going to take a look at the values, see who's popping at each position group before we actually construct this lineup. So um, I've already done this sort of matchups breakdown on the DraftKings first look. I don't want to go through the whole thing again. So I, I just want to mention a couple of spots that really stick out. Um, the big one here is Chargers at the Vikings. Massive game totals for both teams, 26 and a half, 27, 53 and a half point total. The odds makers are telling us to target this game for offense. And one nice thing about this week is it's so far off this one game from all the others. It stands out among, among all others, and it will be sort of the chalk game to um, build off of this week. Of course, some of the fun of DFS is trying to find those wacky games where Players go off or teams go off that we weren't expecting. So we'll spend a little time talking about that as well as we build this lineup. Um, other games that have some interest here, you know, Falcons at the Lions is certainly interesting. Some injury potential for Montgomery opens up Jameer Gibbs. There's a lot of injury spots that we're going to go over. Uh, the injury to Nick Chubb is a huge one, and it happened on Monday night, which means uh, the players are not priced for that injury as well, there are a bunch of injuries this weekend that really affected a lot of different things. Of course, you have the highest team total on the slate, Kansas City. They could go bananas in a game and just just like a show me game where they put a beating on and they just keep 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 scoring on them and scoring on them and scoring on them. So that could happen with uh, KC this week as well. So keep an eye on that thirty point team total. Really like this tool. Um, it helps with this kind of thing. Uh, of course, Miami coming in with a twenty seven and a quarter team total as well. So there, even though. Uh, this one game stands out the most. There are a couple spots. There's the uh, the Bills at the 25 and a half. There are quite a few team totals that look really juicy that we can target. Uh, Dallas as well. So with that being said, let's take a look at the position groups on the Domination Station Optimizer. And I've just got it sorted by value. And fa fantasy points per dollar is a value metric. And it's a really important sort because... This just tells you who the plays that are popping are, who who is the best potential value on this slate on a points per dollar basis, right? And so it's really interesting to do this. And of course, I've got the QB position sorted and, you know, Josh Allen stands out, Pat Mahomes, even at their high price point stands out as reasonable values. And the guy that's really snuck his way in there is Geno Smith at 7,200, taking on a Panthers defense that's not very good at all period across any metric so that one's going to be really interesting gino uh we've got maybe a bounce back spot for trevor lawrence uh, at home against the texans at 7600 that's a cheap price for t law um i'm not really excited about max jones against the jets here uh yeah it's interesting that herbert's not popping more than he is considering that game environment yeah, so that pretty much covers the QB position. Uh, at running back, Jerome Ford, right? I had to manually input the score because his projection hasn't changed yet, but Jerome Ford should be starting in a bad matchup, but nonetheless starting for Cleveland for 5,600. That's a good price. But if you look at 
FanDuel in general, there's a lot of cheap running backs that look really good. Josh Kelly uh, stands out again. It's going to be a tough one to pull the trigger on. I know, I know, I know he sucked last week, but this is a good game, good environment. Josh Kelly, you know, if Eckler's out again, probably got to go back to that. Probably got to go back to that. Similarly with A.J. Dillon, uh, I mean, at home, full workload, got to be interested at 6,300. Jameer Gibbs, if Montgomery is out, should be a smash play at um, 7K. So a couple spots that pop out as far as values. Yeah, Madison, ooh, oh, how the mighty has fallen. But I do kind of like Madison as well. Tony Pollard's interesting, but a little too expensive here. Where's uh, Bijan? Bijan's popping nowhere. Let's see. Yeah. 1.6. I love Bijan, but 9K might be a little bit much. So um, shift over to wide receiver a little bit. And again, we're just sorting this by fantasy points per dollar, which just gives you an early look. This is early in the week. By the way, the projections haven't really even taken in all the information. I just like to get a quick um, glance and see if any sort of cheapies are popping. Here's a flowers, 6,300. I, I usually, you know, sometimes there's these sub six K players that you just don't notice in the first look though. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot about him. Like a uh, tank Dell, for example, uh, 5,400 is going to be kind of interesting. Pay all the way down. Um, he made the DraftKings first look lineup. He's more of a DraftKings guy than a FanDuel guy for me, but, um, a couple of spots where Shiji has been pretty good. So, just kind of browsing through the salaries here to see if anything pops tight end position. It's always going to be Kelsey defense. The Texans are popping off the page a little bit, but we'll get into that. All right. Now, without further ado, we're about to build us a FanDuel first look lineup, but do me a favor while you're watching, do me a solid, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the notification bell. Let us know that you're out there. It helps the algorithm and it allows us to keep producing this content. We've been hammering it out all NFL season long showdowns, everything. So make sure you're plugged into the channel. You're getting great play. Listen, we gave out Ford on the Monday night game, kickers and Ford. We talked about um, Ford just being a value. Didn't expect Chubb to get hurt, but we were talking about Ford as one of the top value plays on the entire slate of 300 in the showdown. Everybody who followed that ends up winning the showdown, taking down tournaments. We've got Screenshot after screenshot of members taking down tournaments. Um, even I did pretty well in the two gamer. We've got another two game slate coming up uh, on next Monday. So just tons and tons of DFS action happening here on the channel. All right, let's get started here. And we are looking at the quarterback position on FanDuel as a starting point. I already mentioned Mahomes. Listen, it's great. 9,200. He, he's in a, you know, he's in a just have fun spot where he's just going to go bananas on this uh, horrible Chicago defense, but 9,200 is a lot to pay. Similarly with Josh Allen, he's in, you know, Josh Allen, you always want to play Josh Allen. They're on the road. doesn't matter. 8,800 is a little pricey though. And, um, you know, he's a tough one to pull the trigger on all the way up here at this price. So I'm going to try to go for a cheaper quarterback on this build, but just know that, yeah, Allen and Mahomes are in great spot. Justin Herbert made the uh, DraftKings first look. Uh, he's also in a great spot, massively high uh, scoring potential game, but 8,400 is a little pricey. So, Again, let's see if we can find somebody a little less expensive to help us afford all the other goodies that we want to afford in this lineup. Lamar Jackson, 
I mean, that's fine, but doesn't stand out to me at that price. Tua is great every single week. So easy to stack him. But once again, 8,100 is a little pricey. So let's see how low we can go. Um, this one's interesting. Kirk Cousins at 7,800. Cousins has been great this year, averaging um, 23 uh, FanDuel fantasy points per game on the season. He's been uh, just solid every week. Uh, part of that's because Madison's not been good at all. So if cousin, if Madison's not doing it, maybe Cousins is doing it. You know, I really like the bounce back spot. It's hard for me to pull the trigger here, but I really like the bounce back spot potential for Trevor Lawrence. I don't have any problem going right back to this. Yeah, he had the bad week. He hasn't done uh, a, a monster fantasy game yet this year, but it's coming. You know, the talent is there on the team. Maybe these younger quarterbacks take a minute to get their shit together. I don't know, but it's coming. I'm just going to scroll down and see if anybody else pops up. Geno Smith was popping as a value here, but this is one of those games where Seattle defense and the running game could potentially dominate Sam Howell, Des Ritter. No, 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 no. CJ Stroud, not a horrible play. I know as crazy as this sounds, he's playable. Um, going to be in my tournament mix, but not somebody I want to use for this lineup. But CJ Stroud, 6,600. Let's keep him in mind for the tournament. But this guy's throwing a lot of passes. He's not putting up monster scores, but he's 47 at pass attempts, 44. The big score is coming, but even that 20 at 6,700, uh, 714, 20 is tournament winning. It's close to tournament winning upside. So um, that's fine. That's fine. We don't want Mac Jones against the Jets. Nothing like that. So let's pick a QB here to start this lineup off with. And man, I'm tempted to go with T-Law. To go back to it. Tempted. Cousins. Very tempting. I'm going to go Cousins. Um, Cousins very easy to stack. But Trevor Lawrence with Ridley. You know, Cousins with one of his pass catchers. I, there's a lot of different ways to go. We can go up to Herbert here. Or, of course, um, the, the big dogs up top. Mahomes or Allen. All reasonable. And, by the way, if we can find enough value on the slate, maybe we will jump to Mahomes or Allen or Herbert. But let's see how it goes with Kirk Cousins. And then I don't think I've ever done a first look lineup with Kirk Cousins in it. I really want to do T-Law, but again, this game with the 56 point total, it's too, it's too attractive to ignore. All right, let's jump from QB to the running back position. And we'll go through all these guys and just identify. Once again, there are always going to be great payup options on every single slate. Like it's not all that special for me to tell you that Tony Pollard is a good play. He's a great play. He's a great play this week and pretty much every week. But at 9,400 on FanDuel, while that is a safe play in a game where his team is massively favored, it's hard to put the rest of the lineup together. We are constrained by salary in this format. Um, similarly with Bijan, I love Bijan this week. I'm so happy that in my preseason videos, I told you guys that Bijan is the man. He's your number one running back for the season that he's the guy who you should be targeting in the first round. And he looks very much the part. Yes, Christian McCaffrey's doing well as uh, as well in his 28-year-old season, but I'd rather have a young, you know, no injury history running back rather than a 28-year-old gets hurt all the time guy, even though McCaffrey's looking good here um, so far through two weeks. Um, so Bijan Robinson, sure. But again, we're not going to spend 9K on the first look. Like that's just too easy. It's cheating and I'm not going to do it. So that's how it is. Let's keep looking, right? Derrick Henry, 
had an okay week last week. Aaron Jones, is he still going to be out? If he is, we got to keep an eye on A.J. Dillon. Travis Etienne in this spot, you know, Houston is a team to target with opposing running backs. This is a little pricey for, for Etienne. I mean, his, you know, his big game this season, week one, he put up 18, 8, 16, 24. You need 24 just to sort of hold position on FanDuel. You need 3x salary to hold position to try to win a tournament. I think 24 is within reach for Travis Etienne, no problem. So I'm totally good with um, Etienne. I think Kenny Walker is playable as well. Um, Carolina just can't stop the run. They're a horrible team uh, in terms of uh, defense. And offensively, they're a, a mess. So there's a lot of turnovers. Seattle defense paired up with Kenny Walker will be an interesting pairing. I like it. This week, um, Brian, Rob I'm going to try to go for cheaper ones, but Brian Robinson Jr. has done nothing but smash every week, uh, averaging 20 fantasy points per game. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous for Brian, especially when all the fantasy bros were were promoting Antonio Gibson all summer. Uh, <laughs> fantasy bros, you guys fucked up. No good. No good. Incorrect. Keep working. You guys will get it. Don't worry about it. But yeah, that was a Twitter darling, Antonio. And I was like, what are people thinking? Don't, what are you doing? Um, Jameer Gibbs, though. So Jameer Gibbs is going in under the assumption that David Montgomery will be out this week. I don't know for sure. They say he's day to day. Montgomery said it will take a couple of weeks to heal. I don't know what all that means. So for now, I'm assuming that if Montgomery is out, Jameer Gibbs is in the slot. If Montgomery plays, I'm off of this. Now, it's not to say that Gibbs can't have a big week with Montgomery, but A, he's a pass catcher. Uh, generally, he's much more of a DraftKings type of player than a FanDuel type player where they don't really um, reward yardage or or especially receptions in the same way as you do on DraftKings. But more importantly, he currently doesn't really get carries by the goal line but if montgomery's out i think he will get those carries so that's the reason why we are sliding jameer in here under the assumption that montgomery doesn't play now a couple other injuries that happened uh, jamal williams should be out this week uh one thing james cook had a big week last week for the bills i'm not chasing it because he did not get goal line work he he had a big week of yardage and receptions which is great it's all good but I was watching the game, and then the goal line, it's Lats Murray, it's Damian Harris. So the, the Bills, unless they're changing their philosophy, which could be happening, they did this la uh, a couple of years ago with Singletary, had this great run for a few games. But unless they're changing their philosophy, they're not a run-first offense. They don't run enough to support as many running backs as are getting in the game. Jamal Williams, no. Miles Sanders, I mean, it's a good matchup for Sanders, so I'm fine with it. But, um, you know, this team's so inefficient that Sanders just cannot get it going. It's really more a function of the team. So 6,700, eh, we could do better. Uh, Raheem Mostert, sure, that's uh, that's a playable spot at home, especially on FanDuel where Mostert kind of um, his lack of pass catching upside and prowess doesn't really affect much. He's been getting touchdowns. He's been getting touchdowns most weeks, and Denver is very vulnerable via the rush. They are actually tougher to throw against. So. Um, Raheem Mostert in the mix. Zach Moss got all the carries for the Colts last, literally 100% of the carries. Like there was no other running back on the field. That is valuable. And especially the fact that it looks like Gardner Minshew will be the quarterback. He's very much in play in 6,400. Do not ignore Zach Moss. Do not ignore 
you know what? Even Brees Hall could be played here. As crazy as that sounds, you could play him. AJ Dillon's in play. Alexander Madison's in play. Look at what's happening here. Oh my goodness. James Conner, no, but Javante Williams at, at 6,100. Kelly at 6K. Look at this. Oh yeah. So, and, and there's Jerome Ford at 5,600. So here's what I'm seeing. This is a good week to pay down at running back on fan. There's so many bargains. It's crazy. Um, any one of these, I know this one didn't have a good week. It doesn't matter what happened last week. All that matters are opportunities. Is Javante's opportunity share increasing? Eh, we'll see, right? It's going to at some point. But Josh Kelly got all the touches for his team. He didn't, he didn't do anything. So what? So what? Now, does he suck at football? Maybe. It's possible. But you know what? No one's talking about week one where he had a nice little uh, 91 yard performance, uh, you know, ran for a touchdown. He can catch a pass. I say we slide Josh Kelly in this one as part of this game stack right here. I want to add a third running back to my mix, though. So let's pick a third running back for this particular lineup. Again, all of these, I mean, Zach Moss here, I'm going forward all the way down to Jerome Ford. Now, listen, it's early in the week. Could the Browns pick up a different guy or blah, 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 or somebody come? Even if that happens, I don't really expect Ford to be supplanted. Ford's actually not a bad player. He's, he's actually a talented guy. So I am sliding him in. And again, Tennessee is a very good rush defense. It doesn't even matter. Cleveland is an offense that produces to the running back position. They've got a really good offensive line, but more importantly, they traditionally produce heavy scoring to the running back position. So that's all you need to know. When teams produce to the running back, regardless of the matchup, you, you should be targeting those teams, especially when you can get a cheap running back on those teams. Just looking down. And again, so many of these guys are in play. I have no problem playing Zach Moss uh, there. I have no problem at all playing Raheem Mostert. Love Raheem Mostert in this spot. So it's going to be a lot of fun mixing and matching. And, and Alexander Madison, a Maddie, right? Like if, if Cousins is not doing well, it's probably because Alexander Madison is getting the touchdown. So he's in the mix. All of these guys, don't be scared to play them. Stick in this seven to six, 5,500 range. And watch what we could do with the rest of our lineup when we start like this. Now, um, next thing I like to do is pick out the least, the cheapest viable defense. And then we're going to go with our favorite defense, right? But the cheapest viable, I think for me, is Houston. And particularly, number one, they've been not horrible. But more importantly, Jacksonville has just not been sharp so far to start the season. So I think at 3,200, even if you get like a two or a three, that's more than enough. If this was a cash game, that's that would be fine. You would just go with it and be fine with it, right? Uh, I would like to put in maybe a better defense than this. So I'm going to slide up and see what's going on and what's available. Broncos, no. Panthers, no. Chargers, no. Falcons, no. 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 Well, Titans, maybe. But no. Jets, probably not. Dolphins, eh. Commanders, no. 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 Yes. All right. Seahawks, 4,200. Bryce Young, interception, fumble machine, turnover machine. Hasn't looked great. Seahawks, 4,200. I'm interested. Let's see what else. 
Yeah, Bills on the road, but uh, in a good spot. Sure, why not? Uh, Jacksonville at home against C.J. Stroud, throwing 45 times a game. Certainly a recipe for turnovers. The Chiefs at 4,800. Oh, my. Oh, my. How about New England at, at the Zach Milfson-led Jets? What are you, crazy? Or are the Cowboys at Arizona? So there are some great spots up top here to attack as well. So if we don't want the Seahawks, let's throw in Patriots going up against Zach Milfson. No worries there. They will uh, do some damage. I wish the, the Jets were on the road here. That would be even more exciting. Of course, Casey, uh, another one with Fields playing as poorly as he's been playing. That That's great as well. So any one of these are super, super viable. And the cheapest, I would say, good play is Seattle. So we're going to leave Seattle in there for now. But all of those other plays seem really, really viable to me. Let's move on to the tight end position. And actually, there's a couple of different ways to go at tight end this week. Um, wow, look at Hawkinson priced all the way up. But, you know, Travis Kelsey at 8K, you know, this is a two-touchdown type of game for him. You know, just styling and profiling against the hapless uh, Chicago defense. Certainly uh, could get there. Uh, Hawkinson pairs up really nicely with Captain Kirk uh, in, in this lineup. So that could definitely work. Uh, Mark Andrews had a touchdown last week. And, and then the price drops significantly, right? And the guy I'm eyeballing here in the cheap range is none other than, and this is early week craziness, but it's none other than Taysom, Taysom Hill. I mean, the way that he's in the game, especially having lost the running back, and now they're kind of going to backup or third string or fourth string running backs. Taysom Hill is actually an interesting play because, you know, he's in there around the goal line. He can smash one in. He gets a few rushes. I think he, he, you know, I think what we saw from him last week is kind of expert. Yeah, like eight. You know, he he gets a um, couple plays, gets in the end zone once, or throws for a touchdown. He has a lot of different ways that he could put up a few points. So I like Taysom Hill. If we're going to pay down, um, certainly Hawkinson in this game is interesting. I don't, you know, the price is a little high. Let me see how we ha how much we have per player left. Uh, Seventy two. So, yeah, this is workable as well. We can go all the way up to Kelsey and just say, you know what? Let's put in the man at the tight end position, and that's fine as well. All right. Let's let's drop Kelsey in here and see what happens, right? But knowing that we can always move our way down to Taysom Hill. Let me just mention a couple of other spots that are interesting at tight end anyway. You know, Laporta, fine. David Njoku, going to have a good game at some point. Uh, this could be it for him. Cole Komet is totally playable there. Ferguson is fine. Durham Smythe, if we wanted to get really crazy on the cheap side. A lot of different ways to go at the cheap tight end. They're all kind of the same. Sam Laporte is in a good spot. Um, he's been getting all the, all the snaps for the Lions. And that leads, eventually, you would think, to some significant production. So lots of interesting lower cost options here. Yeah. Evan Ingram and Hunter Henry's been the star of the NFL so far to start. He's actually been one of the best scoring tight ends on the season so far, though. I, I don't know that he can keep it up, but I'm going to throw Taysom Hill in there. And again, this is under the assumption that, you know, the, the saints lack running backs at the goal line and they bring this guy in uh, for touchdowns. All right, we've got three wide receivers to place. Now let's start at the top of the wide receiver group. 
talk through some of these options. Now, of course, Justin Jefferson is always a good play. 9,700, though, is asking a lot for Justin Jefferson, and it will make the rest of our lineups just look really bad. You know, once we spend that money, you know, we don't, we just don't have, well, actually, we could do it here because we started out really cheap. So actually, we could totally plug Justin Jefferson into this lineup and not sacrifice too much. That's the Taysom Hill version. We've got enough value to make this work. So, you know what? Let's roll with it. Let's put Justin Jefferson into the lineup. Now, one guy I'm not paying this high for is Keenan Allen. I just think this is ridiculous. He is not the kind of fantasy scorer that justifies a 9K salary on DraftKings, on FanDuel. So I'm out on that. Tyreek Hill is going to be up against Patrick Sertain. I don't like that situation for ceiling. Um, he's going up against an elite cornerback. So actually, I want to keep an eye on Waddle and see if we can maybe get him into something or, or if it works in this lineup. But um, C.D. Lamb, 8,500. Yeah, Stefan Diggs is fine. Amon Ra is fine. We'll have to keep an eye on Jalen Waddle. Uh, I think he's an interesting... He's he's concussed. Hmm. Progressing. So we'll see if he plays, right? If Waddle plays, he'll be really interesting because he will have the better matchup compared to Tyreek Hill. Um, Calvin Ridley, the Riddler. We can go right back to him. We can go right back to him here in this spot. Uh, it's fine. Nothing to be scored of, but um, the guy I'm going to plug in here is actually, let me keep looking, but I do like my, wow. Look at Josh Reynolds all the way up to seven K. Uh, Mike Williams is the one I'm plugging in primarily because we're building around this chargers Vikings game. And I've already got the captain in there with Justin Jefferson. So we bring it back with Mike Williams and Josh Kelly. We've got a nice little game stack going here for sure. Now, what are we doing with our last spot? We've got, 6,900 left, and oh, look who's hanging out. Nico Collins. He's absolutely been a target machine for his team. I love what's going on in Houston in terms of them just allowing C.J. Stroud to go out and throw it 40, 50 times a game. I hope they continue that. That's freaking amazing. I love it. Now, a couple of options we have for this spot. Number one, we can just Nico Collins throw just another solid player in there, touchdown guy. Um, Jordan Addison would make for a nice double stack. Jefferson Addison with the double stack on the bring back. That is super, super tournament worthy with all of that correlation. Cousins, Addison, Jefferson, bring it back with Mike Williams and Josh Kelly. Yes, please. That's how you build a, a super stack, right? But let's see what else is going on at wide receiver. Gabe Davis had the big week last week. We talked about pairing him up with Josh Allen. Uh, Michael Pittman, eh. You know, fine, but I don't know who the quarterback is for the Colts at this point. If it's Minshew, yeah, I guess it's okay. Drake London, in a, uh, you know, he had a nice game last week, and we could see another one like that out of him in this spot where it's another situation where Atlanta's probably going to be chasing points for Denver. So I like Drake London in that situation. And he's a touchdown scorer. I really, they don't throw to that many people on that team. So I like that spot. DJ Moore had the big week last week. I expect his ownership to start catching up. I think this is a great spot once again for DJ Moore. And my, my guy, Zay Flowers, with, with Odell Beckham potentially banged up and out this week, I love that. Amari Cooper at 6,200, are you kidding me? This is too cheap for Amari Cooper uh, in this matchup. Tennessee is a team you want to attack via the pass. I mean, I'm, all, I'm about it. So many bargains here. Flowers, how do I get him in there? I mean, there's just great one-off spots with Flowers. And Amari Cooper, 
Um, continue our way down. Yeah, Jerry Judy's playable here at this price. Mike Thomas, 5,800, very much in play. So just, just running through these wide receivers, there's a lot of value available on DraftKings. So there's Tank Dell at 5,400 if we have to super punt it, although I don't like that one as much. So there's a lot of value this week uh, that's clear and it stands out very much on FanDuel. I think we can actually be a little bit more aggressive with some other spots based on all of this value. So unfortunately, like tight end, you just got to go all the way up. I would love to get to Hawkinson. How can I get there? How can I get there? Hawkinson. I'd have to drop from Jefferson to Addison. Don't want to do that. So I'm going to go right back to, you know, kind of whoever here. So taste them, but you can plug in whoever you want there. And how much salary do we have left over? We have 700 left over, which allows me to upgrade to an elite defense. And that's what we're going to do here. Get, uh, let's see, we'll get, I was hoping to get to the Patriots, but even the Chiefs against the hapless Fields, Chicago offense, the worst in the league right now, or one of the worst. So let's go there. But this is your first look lineup. We've got Kirk, Jefferson, Stack with the comeback of Kelly and Mike Williams. We got standalone Amari Cooper. But again, very easy to go from Amari Cooper to Jordan Addison or um, or who's the other one? The other uh, $7,900 guy. Yeah, Nico Collins is there. Jordan Addison is there. We could go with Zay Flowers, DJ Moore, so we can go with a more middling approach here. I love what FanDuel is looking like for NFL Week 3. Value everywhere. It's going to be hard to decide what value to consume this week. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. We've got content coming at you all week long here on the DFS Army YouTube channel. So make sure to check that out. And of course, if you are not signed up at DFS Army currently, get over there and get signed up. Promo code geek gets you 10%. I'll get the VIP. Um, you covers everything, even our props plan with the Proptimizer, everything you want. Or let me see if I could pull up some DFS Army. Yeah. Or if you wanted to try out DFS Army free, right? Hey, Kev, I, I want to try it free. Right up here, here's the free month plan. Click on that button. You could sign up for any one of these sites, Prize Picks, Sleeper, Jock Market, Owner's Box, Points Bet, Rotable, whatever you want. Any one of these sites, you let us know, and we'll give you a free month of VIP. That covers everything we do. Uh, $79.99 normally, you get it free. I would rather you spend 50 bucks to sign up for Sleeper, um, play the Pick'em game, our props tool, actually cover sleeper and all the different sites, prize picks, sign up there, jock market, owner's box, whatever you want, owner, uh, wherever you're not signed up currently, do that. We'll give you a free month of DFS Army VIP. So we want you to check us out. And that is the best way to do it with no obligations. All right. That's going to do it for FanDuel NFL week three. Good luck this week, everybody.